you, Jesus. Whatever you do, don't come out of the spirit. <laughs> Stay in the spirit. Even if that means keeping your eyes closed the whole time, fine. I'm happy with that. We just sometimes when someone gets up to speak, we just immediately get into classroom mode. I really feel, I know I have got a word for Scotland. And it's not just for Scotland, it's for the nations. <coughs> but there's something that's happened in Scotland. And I'm going to speak about that tonight, and it's about possessing the land. The atmosphere is pregnant tonight. Yeah. It's absolutely pregnant. I'm just feeling that governmental realm. It's the only way I can describe it. Lord, I thank you. If this seems a bit loud tonight, forgive me. We're trying to record on this small device, so it needs to be a bit loud. <laughs> Lord, we thank you for your government. We thank you, Lord, that tonight we are surrounded. That we have come to Mount Zion. And we are surrounded by the angels and the cloud of witnesses. The ecclesia, the churches in heaven. God the judge and Jesus. And Lord, I ask tonight that you help me speak the word that you've given. Holy Spirit, we admit that we are poor in spirit. We are poor in spirit and we need your help. I ask that you anoint your words tonight. I ask that you anoint your word. Not my word, but your word. I ask it as this word goes forth that you'll do something in this nation that changes Scotland and the nations forever. <sighs> Possessing the land. I want to first of all read a, a prophecy that Sharon Stone gave. says for Scotland the Lord says in 2013 you were pregnant with purpose 2014 though you're going to give birth to twins and there's going to be a double anointing released upon Scotland the first ways you're getting to see this is going to be the father's heart and the second is justice you have started a quantum momentum for the rest of the UK and Europe. For you are no longer at a crossroads, but you have crossed over. As with the Israelites, when they crossed over from the desert to the promised land, everything changed. A warrior mentality had to be restored and prophetic activity released. We have crossed over. And one of the main points she says is, Scotland is the first nation in Europe to cross over. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. That is so significant. Yeah. But when I heard that, I was going, yeah, fine, but how come we don't see revival and miracles and signs and wonders? And then the Lord began to... I don't think I've ever had as much confirmation for a message like this in Lorna and Abbey know that's true. <laughs> the Lord began to show us that we've crossed over but we've not yet possessed the land. I believe <laughs> we crossed over when we, the, if anybody was at the meeting with Ian Clayton something significant happened where he felt a scroll coming and he said he's never had that for any nation ever and the prophets are saying we have crossed over 
and I believe God's given me a word tonight about what comes next and this is not a sermon I don't want another sermon we need to hear from the Lord himself yeah. it's time that we begin to hear what heaven is saying because there's a voice speaking in heaven to Scotland and the nations and I want to hear that voice I want to be aligned with the voice and Scotland and the leaders in Scotland need to be aligned with the voice that's speaking Whoa. we're the first nation to cross over come on So the Lord began to show me about Joshua. Joshua 4 says, When the whole nation had finished crossing the Jordan, what I'm about to say is what God is saying that needs to come next. This is not just an idea. It's not just nice points. I believe with all my heart, and God's confirmed it through different ways, that this is what we need next in Scotland. When the whole nation had finished crossing the Jordan, the whole nation, the Lord said to Joshua, choose 12 men from among the people, one from each tribe, and tell them to take up 12 stones from the middle of Jordan, from right, from right where the priests are standing, and carry them over with you and put them at the place where you stay tonight. So Joshua called together the 12 men he had appointed from the Israelites, one from each tribe, and said to them, go over before the ark of the Lord in the middle of the Jordan. Each of you is to take up a stone on his shoulder. According to the number of tribes of the Israelites to serve as a sign among you. In the future when your children ask you what are these stones. Tell them that the floor of the Jordan was cut off before the ark of the covenant of the Lord. When they crossed the Jordan. And the waters of the Jordan were cut off. These stones are to be a memorial to the people of Israel forever. The very first thing that the Lord told Joshua to do was to get stones from Jordan and to lay 12 stones. I believe there's two reasons it tells you. One of them is to remember the past, remember the past generations, remember the Moses generation. I will come back to that. But the second thing I believe that the Lord is saying is that these stones were pointed to something in the future. What is it? What were these 12 stones pointing to? Matthew 3. In those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea. And saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he who was spoken of by the prophet, prophet Isaiah, saying, The voice of the one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Now John himself was clothed in camel's hair, with a leather belt around his waist, and his food was locusts and well honey. Then Jerusalem and all Judea and all the region around Jordan went out to him and were baptized by him in the Jordan, confessing their sins. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to his baptism, he said to them, Brood of vipers, who warned you to flee of the wrath to come? Therefore bear fruits worthy of repentance. Is this next part is so significant. And do not think to yourselves, we have Abraham as our father. For I say to you that God is able to raise up children to Abraham to Abraham from these stones. What stones? The twelve stones that Joshua was told to lay. God said he is able to raise up praise from these twelve stones. This is the first thing Joshua did when he crossed over was to lay the 12 stones. But what are the stones? 
Revelation 21, 10, 14. Remember, this is not just a sermon. It will become clear what I'm talking about shortly. What are the stones that are to be laid when we first cross over? What is it that God is going to lay down now in Scotland? It's the 12 stones, but what are they? So he took me in the spirit to a great high mountain. And he showed me the holy city, Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God. It shone with the glory of God and sparkled like a special, a special stone, like jasper, as clear as crystal. As crystal. The city was broad and high, with twelve gates guarded by twelve angels. And the name of the twelve tribes of Israel was written on the gates. There were three gates on each side, each north, south and west. And the wall of the city had twelve foundation stones. And on them were written the name of the twelve apostles of the Lamb. thing God's establishing now that we have crossed over is the true apostolic and when I use the word apostolic I am not talking about anything we've seen when I was a child I think we had a glimpse of it but in recent times people have used it and it's not that and God has given Scotland a stone 12 stones but also a stone for us even here Revelation 2.17 he who has an ear have an ear Scotland have an ear to hear what the Lord is saying have an ear to hear what he's saying even tonight to the nation who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes. To him who crosses over. To him I will give some of the hidden manna. And I will give him a white stone. And a new name written on the stone which no one knows but he who receives it. We have been given 12 stones. The Lord is saying that he wants to raise up the true apostolic. The true government of God. There's such weightiness on this. Because I know that it's the work for the Lord. I know that it's what God wants to do next. And let me just say that the apostolic that's coming is not networks. It's not us just getting friendly with other leaders in the nation and saying this is apostolic. It's not. The apostolic people, the true apostles that are coming, are going to be marked by heaven. People are going to be caught up. People are going to be visited by Jesus himself and the true apostles will be seen. True apostles, but let me tell you, it's people who are poor in spirit. It's not a hierarchy. It's not a pyramid with apostles at the top. It's the foundation stones. The foundation is walked on. It's humble vessels, humble men and women, vessels of the dust. The door is in the floor. The door is in the floor. 
the true government is coming. And I believe something of this government is coming must be seen from the future. Paul Keith Davis says that there's models in the past that we've all copied, but for this one, God is not going to make any more mistakes. God's never made mistakes, but he's not going to waste his time anymore. We're going to reach into the millennium, the future, and pull back something that's in heaven, something that's coming from heaven, built upon the true government. before we can do anything else in Scotland we need this we need the 12 stones for them who have overcome for them who have crossed over we will be given hidden manna and a white stone And believe me, you're not disqualified because God has chosen the poor in spirit. Abby told me to listen to a message by Bill Johnson and it was all about the poor in spirit and God's looking for people who do not know what they're doing. Because as soon as we think we know how to do it, we'll build something that God does not recognise. So God is going to have apostolic, whatever you want to call it. You might not like that word. It could be governmental houses. Paul Keith Davis calls it apostolic hubs. It's places of government, but places of the ark. Places of habitation. It's governmental houses. All over the nation. And it may surprise us who God raises up. It may surprise us because it may not come from the churches we think are at the cutting edge. It has to be broken vessels, poor in spirit. Sometimes God will bypass those, as Bill Johnson said, who have been trained. They think they know how it all works. God's looking for men and women who don't know how it works but are just fully yielded to the Holy Spirit and the government of heaven apostolic hubs and the first thing that, or one of the things that God will do in these hubs is we need to get the blueprint for how to build anything from heaven Exodus 25.40 said see to it that you make them according to the blueprint for them that you were shown on the mountain when I was younger we heard a preacher called David Morris and he said the one need of the church today is to come higher up the mountain we have to come higher up the mountain we have to hear the voices speaking we have to get the blueprint from the throne. Scotland has crossed over. But we must lay the twelve foundation stones. And we carry them over on our shoulders. The government shall be upon his shoulders. And the stones came from the river. The presence, the death to the old. Anyone who rejects the river cannot be part of the apostolic that's coming because the stones are taken from the river. The presence of God that moved through Toronto, a lot of people called it the river. 
People who reject it cannot be part of the apostolic. We must go up the mountain. And after six days, Jesus took with him Peter and James and John, his brother, and led them up a high mountain, a high mountain by themselves. And he was transfigured before them, and his face shone like the sun, and his clothes became white as light. And behold, there appeared to them Moses and Elijah, talking with him. And Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it is good that we are here. If you wish, I will make three tents here, one for you and one for Moses and one for Elijah. He was still speaking when, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them. And a voice from the cloud said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. The voice speaks up the mountain, not on the earth. And the voice is calling us up higher. It's calling the apostolic up higher. And we must listen to him. We cannot build according to the patterns of men. We must build according to the blueprint that we get on the mountain. What mountain? What mountain? Now it shall come to pass in the latter days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established on the top of the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills and all nations shall flow to it. Many people shall come and say, Come and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob. He will teach us his ways and we shall walk in his paths. For out of Zion shall go forth the law and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. It's time for Scotland. Now that we have crossed over, to go up the mountain, Mount Zion, by faith. And he will teach us his ways. We will hear his voice. We will be careful to get the blueprint and build it according to the blueprint. And the word of the Lord will flow from Jerusalem we're about to hear the true prophetic again we're about to be <clears throat> we're about to see true apostolic preaching again we're about to see oracles released again like Samuel, not one word fell to the ground. We're about to see the spoken word ministry that Paul Keith Davis talks about, that releases the word of the Lord, that we will know what the pattern is and how to build. Such government on vessels that are poor in spirit, such government men and women marked by Jesus through witnesses of the resurrection people who physically and visibly encounter Jesus we will be true witnesses again on the earth a witness is a legal term it's not just talking about how we get saved but it's a witness in a court that we have seen the resurrected Jesus 
and apostles and prophets will have the blueprint from heaven to build what he wants to build from the twelve stones and in these apostolic hubs we will learn how to be the true Ecclesia Jesus said I will build my church the word is Ecclesia and Simon Peter answered and said thou art the Christ the son of the living God and Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed this unto thee, but my Father who is in heaven. And I say unto thee, Thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, Ecclesia, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever they shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever they shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. The gates of hell cannot prevail against what God is building. The gates are where the government of a city was. It was a place of legislation. The Ecclesia was the name the Greek parliament gave to the legislator. It's where laws were passed. So Jesus was saying, I will build the government in Scotland. And wherever you loose in heaven will be loosed to the earth. And whatever you bind in earth is already bound in heaven. How do we know what to loose and what to bind? Because we will learn how to access the courtroom of heaven. The Ecclesia is in heaven, learning how to function and engage in the courtrooms and government in heaven, because it's only what's in heaven that can be loosed in the earth. Jesus said, I will build my government in Scotland, and the government of hell cannot prevail against this. We have maybe seen the enemy prevailing. Why? Because we have not seen the government released yet. The twelve stones. The twelve stones is what's coming to Scotland. The twelve stones. For the ecclesia will be built upon the foundation foundation stones of apostles and prophets but it's not the apostles and prophets we've seen God may use the same people but it's of a different order it's apostles of the dust it's those who are willing to raise up other people It's apostles and prophets who help people fulfill their scroll. When this is in place, it says we will have apostles and prophets and evangelists, pastors and teachers until until there's something beyond the until 
where we will begin to function and walk as mature sons in the earth, the fullness of Jesus, the full stature of Christ, the full stature of Christ. Scotland is on the journey. It's not just for ministry. It's until we walk in the full stature of Christ, the fullness of who Christ is, as He is, so are we in the world. As He is in heaven, so are we in Scotland. In heaven, in heaven, He has a sword coming from his mouth hair white as well lightnings and thunders brilliant light the ecclesia beginning to function from heaven Hebrews 12 22 to 26 you have come to Mount Zion to the city of the living God the heavenly Jerusalem to an innumerable company of angels to the general assembly and church ecclesia of the firstborn who are registered in heaven the ecclesia we have come to Mount Zion ascending the mountain like Moses like Jesus in the Mount of Transfiguration hearing the voice that speaks to hear his voice to get the blueprint for our nation see that you do not refuse him who speaks for if they did not escape who refused him who spoke enough much more shall we not escape if we turn away from him who speaks from heaven whose voice then shook the earth but now he has promised saying yet once more I shake not only the earth but also heaven so Jesus is saying I will build my ecclesia a people of government who know how to go to heavenly Zion and loose his purpose to Scotland from the courts and government and from Zion we will bind that which needs to be bound in the land Joshua had crossed over with the nation but they hadn't took the nation yet they hadn't possessed the land they had to battle for several years before they took the nation but our battle is not flesh and blood it's not warfare as we have done it it's knowing how to ascend the mountain the government the ecclesia the courts of heaven knowing how to become and rule as a king and a priest coming under the government of heaven and these apostolic hubs or governmental houses will be places that allow the Lord to build the house only wisdom can build this Proverbs 9.1 the way of wisdom wisdom has built her house she has shown out her seven powers wisdom has built the house We need the spirit of wisdom in Scotland to build the house 
on seven pillars. We cannot build. When Peter, James and John were up the mountain, they were going to build something. And a voice spoke and said, listen to him. We must not build what we think God wants us to build. If it's just our imagination or our idea, it must come from the blueprint. And we need the spirit of wisdom. Jesus said, I will build. Zechariah 4, verse 9 to 14 says, The hands of Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel is a type of Christ. It says, The hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundation of this temple. His hands shall also finish it. Then you will know that the Lord of hosts has sent me to you. For who has despised the days of small things? For these seven rejoice to see the plumb line in the hands of Zerubbabel. These seven rejoice. They are the eyes of the Lord which scan to and fro throughout the earth. These seven rejoice to see that the plumb line is back with Christ. They will not rejoice as the plumb line for building the house is with us. But when Christ is the plumb line and when he is building, the seven rejoice. Who are the seven? Who are the seven eyes? Revelation 5, 6. And I looked and beheld in the midst of the throne and of the four living creatures and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb as though it had been slain having seven horns and seven eyes which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. The seven spirits of God will only rejoice when the plumb line of building the temple is back in the hands of Christ. We need to stop building what we think the church should be and let Christ build the temple. Build the temple upon the twelve stones. To possess the land, therefore, we need the 12 stones and true apostolic. We must partner with the spirit of wisdom. We must allow the seven spirits of God to rejoice in their midst by adhering to the counsels of heaven and let Christ build his church, the ecclesia. Not our will be done in Scotland, but his possess the land we need the 12 stones I want to just briefly go back to the stones that they were stones of remem remembrance because I think we cannot even move on unless we honour the past And my dad had a, a vision, it wasn't a dream. Well, it might have been a dream. He said he had a dream. <laughs> <laughs> where I was in a situation where I was surrounded with young people. And someone was asking, how can we connect with Andrew, Andrew's generation? was a, a leader there who's we know is a true apostolic man 
and he appeared to the man in question and addressed, said to him, I'll read it again. This man who appeared to be the man the question was addressed said to the one asking the question, don't let go of this man or you're done. Remembering stones. We need to remember. We really need to connect with the, the generation. I wouldn't even say the generation has gone before us, but the different generations. I really believe we need to honour. I've just got a few other wee things, but I just... There was someone, I'll not read it, who had had an encounter with my friend in Canada. And I know this sounds crazy, but different prophets are beginning to see people coming for the cloud of witnesses. Like Jesus met Elijah and Moses up the mountain. My friend had an encounter where he saw this man, and this man was part of the first Pentecostal church in England. And this man is used in having to bring transition in for the church now into the new thing. And this man said, I've been hidden in the shadows. His name is William Hutchinson. And I just want to thank the Lord for that man. Remember, I'm talking about remembering stones. We must remember. God instructed us to remember. I want to honour my dad's generation and my mum. I want to honour those who helped bring us to the Jordan. And we say thank you. We say thank you. So Lord, I just thank you for your word. That you want true apostolic to come. But it's not a name. It's not titles. It's men and women marked by heaven. Willing to become unknown. Willing to become stones in a foundation that no one can see. I ask, Lord, by faith, that you send out your word to the whole nation. That it's time for the twelve foundation stones to be laid in Scotland. That as people hear this message, Lord. they will hear the word of the Lord those who are poor in spirit will begin to encounter Jesus himself they will be called up the mountain that they may hear the word of the Lord they may hear the voice speaking like Peter, James and John encountering heaven the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit receiving the blueprint from heaven for our nation governmental houses all across Scotland Lord from this Ecclesia we send forth your word to the nation and say that it's time for the government of God to be established. It's time for the, the true ecclesia to engage in Mount Zion. To engage in the courts of heaven. 
to begin to rise, to prepare the people to walk in the fullness of the mature sons. Walking in the full stature of Christ. Governmental hubs across the nation. When I was in Wales, there was a woman who had an incredible counter, and I don't, people can tell me things. And it may be right and wrong, but I I look for something that's weighty. And what this woman had was weighty. And I'll just read it. On Friday night at the World Welsh Women Conference, <laughs> Pat John wanted to honour the angels. She was a speaker. And welcome the presence into the gathering. In particular, she wanted to welcome the angels of the nations represented in the meeting. And so started welcoming the angels of England, Ireland, Wales, France, Germany, etc. and Scotland. At that time, I was standing at the front row, at the end of the row, and was suddenly and violently bowled off my feet. I was lifted literally off my feet and thrown against the wall. I landed heavily on the floor and I did hurt myself. <laughs> I have a nasty bruise on my right arm and I'm on my leg to prove it. She says I was a little concerned <laughs> because I always believed that when I went down in the spirit I would not be hurt. Also when the angels have played with me in the past they have spun me around but I've never been hurt. But then I remembered Jacob's encounter with the Lord and that he was left with a limp. So I thought, well, that is possible to be hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I did not think too much about any meaning at that moment, but shortly after, she says, I believe I saw the angel of Scotland. He was enormous. I don't know if you saw the angel of the north at Newcastle but this is an immense and people look like ant next to it I saw the angel of Scotland was like this, he was mighty and a warrior angel and I knew he had a sword in his hand but it was made of fire and she told me she knew that the angel had come to take something and I knew instantly what it was it had come to take it has come to help us take the nation. And its sword is fire. The next stage is for us to take the nation. It's for God to build the hubs. But the other thing I felt tonight, and we're okay for time, so I just want to read the one thing. Because if one of the, it's just how God showed me it, it all connects. That one of the first places Joshua came to with, after that was Gilgal, which was circumcision of the heart. But Bob Jones had just released a word and I believe that's going to happen by a baptism in fire. And this is the words Bob had for 2014. Bob Jones is a well-known prophet in America. Bob was handed a huge white egg and it was placed in his hand. It, it began to hatch open. As he drew closer to examine the egg, he saw that it, it, it had fire inside and it was like a burthen of fire. This egg represents a new burthen, a new life, because it represents the second burthen of the baptism of fire. 
The baptism will be greater than Pentecost and more powerful than Azusa Street of recent times. I believe we are going to get ready to be birthed a second time in fire. This was the timing and we will see the fire of God this year. Hebrews 6.5 John answered saying to all, I indeed baptize you with water, but one mightier than I is coming, whose sandal strap I am not worthy to loose, and he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. It's the same kind of fire as the burning bush that was not consumed. I believe that now is time of commissioning like when Moses receives his instructions. When this egg opens, the wisdom that will be given is that of the Father's will because it will reveal the Father's heart to us. Then our only testing will be obedience to that which the Father puts in our conscience. This baptism of fire means that plagues and viruses cannot cling to it. No demonic control can survive around it and the enemy cannot trouble you. The baptism of fire will bring in holiness. And holiness is one of the main words this year. God is a holy God and when we are consumed by this baptism of fire, anything unholy that comes into our presence will need to be will not be able to stand. The power of this consuming fire will cause demons to flee and sickness, disease, infirmities and plagues to die instantly. There will be no question that the power of God is resident in his people. As the children of Israel crossed over, they laid the foundation stones, but then they went to Gilgal. I believe the baptism of fire is part of that. And then he mentions a highway of holiness. This is Bob Jones, remember. He says, I saw that we had been walking on a roadway and were just near finishing it. The road was made so you could drive up the mountain. I felt this was a highway of holiness. And I think this year, there's going to be more emphasis on holiness than ever before. We are called to make the highway of holiness presentable to people so they can drive on it. If you walked on this road, it would take quite a while, but I feel the Lord wants it to be made possible to get you there quicker. A highway shall be there and a road and it shall be called the highway of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it, but it shall be for others. Whoever walks this road, although a fool, shall not go astray. No lion shall be there, nor shall any ravenous beast be upon it. It shall not be found there, but the redeemed shall walk there, and the ransomed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing with everlasting joy in their heads they shall obtain joy and gladness and sorrow and sighing shall flee away we were nearly finished working on it so people could drive right up on top of the mountain and park this is a year of holiness and there will be quietness that the body needs at different times they will come to the mountain top project we were finishing at the very top of the mountain was the highest way in God. We had worked on this mountain road so we could navigate it by auto. And that auto means being really impressed with the Lord. The conditions for getting on the highway of holiness are Isaiah 55, which means your thoughts must line up with God's. If your thoughts are in agreement with God's, your actions and deeds will follow. My thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. Many Christians are coming into the spirit of holiness this year. And that is the spirit of re resurrection in Romans 1.4. We're called to be holy as the Lord, thy God is holy. Then we have the power to heal the sick, raise the dead and do the greater works. The spirit of resurrection is coming to the remnant. 
so they can bring thousands into salvation by knowing the way and the way is holiness through obedience we had been working on the road going up a mountain and it had graded down and graveled so you could drive in it we just needed to finish it at the very top so people could drive up and park and look into the heavens I believe this is saying that the heavens are going to be open this year so expect to receive greater revelation than ever before then take it down the mountain road and into the cities and villages and watch them be transformed as you deliver them from demonic oppression plagues and disease when the glory rests upon you like it did Moses no demon will be able to resist his presence oh that you would rend the heavens that you would come down that the mountains might shake at your presence this is the year to ascend the mountain Scotland this is the year for the government and this is the year that we will be baptised in fire If you just want to stand just now, I want to, I don't know how we'll do this, but I want to pray for everybody that we will be baptized in fire. Because the holiness that we're talking about, we can't do it. So there's no condemnation. None of us can do it. It's a baptism of fire. We become holy by Him enabling us and making us holy but all we need to do is be willing Jesus so Lord I ask by faith that we here ascend the mountain the highway of holiness and I ask Lord that you will baptize us tonight with fire because Lord we cannot build we cannot build by the arm of the flesh the flesh must be burned so that we become in union with Christ. Complete union. Lord, I ask for a baptism of fire. Just begin to ask Him for a baptism of fire for ourselves but for Scotland as well and for the nations because many nations have this choice before them to cross over Scotland has crossed over but other nations will cross over and we need to be baptised in fire so that it's no longer us but him Justin prophesied a few years ago to me and others and he says you mark my words one day you will be able to say not I but Christ one day Scotland we will be able to say not I but Christ consumed by the flame consumed by the fire possessed by the fire a fresh baptism of fire that's beyond Pentecost beyond Azusa Street and we will say as the Ecclesia not my will but thy will be done 
union with Christ, union with the head. He will have a place in Scotland to lay his head. His head, his government will find a place on the 12 stones in Scotland, in the north, in the south and east and west. The stones will hear the word of the Lord. The stones in the north will hear the word of the Lord. The stones in the south will hear the word of the Lord. The stones in the east will hear the word of the Lord. The stones in the west will hear the word of the Lord. Consuming fire. Consuming fire like the burning bush, Lorna. The burning bush. And we will not forget the previous generations. If we forget, we're finished. We will not forget. Lord, we welcome the angels of fire. We welcome the seraphim that brings the coals of fire. Like Isaiah. Just cry out for the fire. We are poor in spirit. We need the fire, the flame. Once again, we need the flame. Scotland needs the flame. 